Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas, Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out, right now. My best mates are down in Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome once again to Las Vegas, Nevada, where there's always a great new show opening up somewhere. This week, you'll meet one of the stars and creative minds behind Vegas Gone Country, Mr. Peter Pavone, who is bringing the first all-country tribute show to the Strip. And you'll also hear from our regulars. Eddie O, the wine guy, America's first master sommelier, has been telling us for weeks now how difficult it is to become a master sommelier. Today, Eddie explains just who should do it. On luxury living Vegas style, Gady Madrano of Flipping Vegas discusses something very difficult for realtors in 2019, bad reviews on social media. And finally, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com discusses why we don't hear much about Elvis anymore on the Las Vegas Strip. In Las Vegas, there's a lot of people that do impersonations of big stars. Like you'll see people that do Sinatra or Elvis or something. But we got somebody on today that does that and more. It's fantastic. Peter Pavone. Peter, you do this, and I want to ask you about something you did for one of the television stations down here. It was their 65th anniversary. So you go out and turn into Howard Hughes, and mm. people went crazy. Was that a difficult one to do? Because everybody knows who he is, but he's, you know, don't know a lot about him. Well, it was simpler than I thought. I, I got the picture and noticed that how he did his hair, and as uh, he had a pencil mustache, so I had one of those in the box, you know. And then, as I do with all my characters, I t- watched video of him, learned yeah. how he spoke. You know, hello, I'm Howard Hughes, you know, and, <laughs> and all that kind of thing. And so I got uh, looked at his wardrobe and uh, put some feelers out to some buddies of mine, you know, because I have a lot of old friends who have old right. clothes. <laughs> and I've got a period suit, you know, and a thin tie and... Or a thick tie, actually, for Howard Hughes, and and, and, and who knew? I, I walked into this TV station. And apparently, he used he used to own it, so I was the bell of the ball. That's something the agents <laughs> never tell you. They know they say, "Oh, you're going to be sitting in a closet. I'll pay you twelve cents." And you know, <laughs> yeah. and then you get there and you realize they're rolling out the red carpet. They got showgirls. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you know, oh God, you look so good. And so, but it was a fun fun thing. And I'm sitting at his desk, his actual yeah. desk, in his house holding the dictaphone that President Roosevelt loaned him that he never gave him back to dictate his book. He had the phone that Howard used to, I mean, it's, Howard's wish was that it, or, or order was that it would be kept the way it was. So it's got the same pictures on the wall and maps of different things that he was constructing. It was really creepy. That sounds pretty, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, do you start, do you start, feeling that where you start thinking about you know who is this person that kind of the inner person comes out in you well you know yeah we were doing one time for fiori a live radio program for their christmas party and they needed somebody to do jack benny just the voice you know so we met at gary anderson's house and we were reading the script and before you know it i'm like well you know (laughs) wait a minute you know and next thing you know i'm channeling George, uh, 
Jack Benny. So yeah, I, I never th- knew until I got to Vegas in 11 that I could change my voice to sound like a lot of different people. And as you know, in Vegas, you got to do a lot of things. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to go get a day job. <laughs> oh, exactly. God, exactly. Right. Well, you must be able to sing well because mm-hmm. uh, we know that because you know you talk about doing Sinatra and Johnny Cash and mm-hmm. uh, again. Is it the same process where you go and you look at videos, you listen to their music and just kind of go over it and over it? Is that how you get to those things? I mean, obviously it takes a certain amount of talent, but then there's a lot of work with it, I would imagine. Well, you know, when I was studying acting back in the early 90s, uh, they said you rehearse as you perform. So it's important to rehearse just like you're on stage. So when you get to stage, it's just another night, right? So when I talk about Johnny Cash, yes, I looked at the videos. I had the audio uh, tracks. I had the karaoke tracks. And I'd look at the way he held himself. And he held his guitar. And, hello, I'm Johnny Cash, you know. And he had that murmur on stage. I always say it's like half a Mr. Ed. Well over, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and, and, and it's very cool. In fact, I got was did uh, Laughlin a few years ago with a great show called uh, uh, Roadhouse. And after the show, one of the shows, there was the Kingman, Arizona disc jockey for the country station. And he said to me, you know, and I never saw Johnny Cash when he was alive, but after seeing you, I feel like I have seen him. Oh, an accomplishment. Like, wow, I'm using that one. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, So, right. yeah, it kind of works. And, you know, it's kind of like helps people get back to an era that they remember fondly. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, now, like with Johnny Cash, is there a particular song you sing? Or I always wonder, do you, do you go for the, the, you know, I hear the train is coming, you know, that kind of oh, thing? Yeah. Or do you, uh Or do you try to find something a little more unique? Or how does that work? Well, I've learned in Vegas that they want the hits. You know, whether it's a Rat Pack, a country show, they want the recognizable big hits. So to, usually you do four, five, six songs. Always start out with, you know, I hear the train coming, rolling around the bend, you know, and yeah. Sunday morning coming down and walk the line. And Ring of Fire is usually the closer because that's a good sing-along song. So it gets everybody, you know, in the, in the feeling. And then I crack jokes in between because I'm a comedian as well. So... Johnny Cash being funny, that's kind of adds a wrinkle into it. <laughs> yeah, but that's important, right? I mean, you have to do that because mm-hmm. you, you have to embrace the entire personality, not just, the, not just the, the singing part of it. Right. Well, and it's also show business. You know, I, my first gig here was as Frank Sinatra in the Rat Pack, and the Rat Pack script is very specific. There's very specific jokes, there's very specific songs and choreography and everything else. So when you learn one-liners and things, and you're doing Joey Bishop, which I did, doing Frank Sinatra, I did most of the time, doing Dean Martin, you learn all their jokes, like Dean, oh, I tell you, everybody thinks I'm an alcoholic, I'm not an alcoholic, I'm a full-fledged drunk, (laughs) you know? And so you learn the bits, and then I find myself doing one guy's jokes as another character, and it goes over very well. More with entertainer Peter Pavone in just a few moments. Time now for Eddie O, the Wine Guy's recurring series on the Master Sommelier designation. You've been hearing from Eddie just how difficult the Master Sommelier test is, and today Eddie talks about who can actually pass the test. One thing I didn't mention to you before, and that is when you start doing this and start studying with them, uh, almost the only way you'll ever succeed at this is for you to enlist the help of a wine-tasting buddy, meaning that weekly you will meet with this friend 
and you will buy wines and you will blind taste each other on these wines and see, you know, if you can sharpen your palate. Because, quite frankly, uh, just like doing push-ups, you do enough of them, your arms get strong. Well, if you taste enough wine blind, you start getting good at it. And, it, you know, it's encouraging. Some of this has to be like God-given talent. I mean, you can study this stuff. I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking, my gosh, there's all this. But there has to be a certain gift of talent, because I imagine some people's senses just no matter how much you can get better, of course, but to get at a level that you're talking about with this master sommelier, you you, you got to be born with a little bit of it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You you, you got to have a good sense of taste. You, you really do, and you have to love it. Um, and you know, the the more the more you study it with your tasting group or tasting buddy group every week, you'll know whether you got the right stuff or not. And yeah, some people. Perhaps they call them super tasters. Have a preponderance of more taste buds than other people, and they're better. But most people, as long as you have the passion for it uh, and you're willing to study it um, and spend a lot of time, I think it's it's achievable by most. I think one of the most important things that uh, everyone needs to understand. This is to anybody we're talking to today on the show is. Um, that your palate has taste buds on it. And just like your fingerprints, everybody's fingerprints are different. Everybody's palate and the taste buds on the palate are as different as their fingerprints, which is to say that no one has exactly the same impression of a wine than anyone else. Eddie O will be back again next week. More with entertainer Peter Pavone in just a few moments. I'm excited to welcome a new sponsor to Vegas Never Sleeps, the wonderful Orleans Hotel, conveniently located near the Strip, airport, and right next to the new home of the Las Vegas Raiders. You can get it all. Great lodging, great food and entertainment at the Orleans Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-908-9850. 800-908-9850. That's 800-908-9850. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. The Well Digger's Daughter is a delightful French film based on the book by Marcel Pagnol and headed by actor-director Daniel Otel. It offers simple and beautifully constructed plot lines and wonderfully compelling characters. The story has been oft told. The well digger is a gruff and hard-working dad who always wanted a son, but who is blessed with five daughters. He is poor, happy, and honorable. The town merchant is a man of means, with a compromised character and a doted-upon son. Merchant's son and digger's daughter meet. Passions flare. Gestation begins. But set in a time before today's more relaxed morality, a high price is paid for transgressions in unsanctioned love. Complicating matters, the merchant's son, an accomplished flying ace, is called to war and lost in action. When a son is born, will the well digger, who always wanted a son, give the bastard his own name? Or will the merchant's family seek to fill their pain of loss with their late son's illegitimate offspring? The story is simple, but the journey is well worth it. The dialogue is poetry in action. I love her as I love sun filling a room. And an exquisite visit to the French countryside of old brings its own special warmth. The Well Digger's Daughter, not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Peter Pavone, whose new show, Vegas Gone Country, kicks off on March 3rd at 5.30 p.m. at the V Theater in the Miracle Mile Shops at Planet Hollywood, and will play there nightly. Like Joey Bishop, that's interesting, because that's not an easy one to do. No, Joey Bishop is... Uh you know, he's a nice Jewish boy. Good evening. How are you? Son of a gun, you know. Right. And then you could do Jackie Mason. All you do is you don't breathe through your nose. Good evening. How are you? I'm Jackie Mason. 
I'm a Jew. I'm married, which means I make none of my own decisions. You know, <laughs> I love that. And then, cause it was funny when you said the Joey Pitchman. That sounds a little like Jackie Mason. And you're right. The two voices are just so right. <laughs> crazy, crazy. And it's uh, one night I was in the Rat Pack uh, at the Rio, and I, I, the button fell off my tuxedo. So there's a joke that Rodney Dangerfield does that I did as Sinatra that night. And I said, Sammy, I said, uh, Kenny Jones, I said, hey, to ask me what happened to my suit button. Yeah. So he asked me, and I said, oh, I'll tell you, Sam, you know, and I, I did it as Sinatra. So I said, I'll tell you, <laughs> Sam, I don't know what's going on. I got to the theater. I picked up my briefcase. The handle fell off. I picked up my suit. The button fell off. I'm afraid to go to the bathroom here. Got a huge laugh. I mean, erupted in, in, in uh, and uh, Tommy... Uh, Perillo, who was a trumpet player uh, back in the day for Elvis and Sinatra and stuff, he's played on the Rat Pack show where they used to do that joke as Dangerfield. So I turned around and gave him a thumbs up, you know. <laughs> you know, it's funny, though. It works from coming from Sinatra. You know, how could you find anybody less like each other than Rodney and uh, Frank? But you're right. right. It, would, it works. So a good joke is a good joke, you know, and it always works. And uh, that's what, what is so difficult about comedy is it, it's really difficult to write good material. It takes a long time. And in this, I think in this day and age, a lot of the modern people who are funny people uh, are just using shock, you know, profanity and this kind of thing. Whereas, yeah. you know, the real comedy, you know, you look back on Bob Hope, uh, you know, the best at the one-liners, always clean, you know, yeah. never had to go to the profanity well and so if you work clean you get more gigs too so right i understand that. Yeah. well and it takes it takes a little more ability like you say you know tom dreesen said uh, you know that's one thing he tries to tell comics you know, try another adjective you know and everything mm -hmm. doesn't have to be the f word or what have you yeah well they don't know how see i studied under uh uh greg dean in in, in uh, uh santa monica and he you know he teaches you the setup the punchline you know, a setup will create an assumption and a punchline will shatter the assumption. Like when uh, uh, Groucho Marx does that joke, I just shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I don't know. <laughs> so you're, you, under, you, you can see him wandering around Groucho with a gun in his pajamas, but then the, the shattering of the assumption is that the elephant was wearing his pajamas. <laughs> right. So that's <laughs> the basics of yeah. what it makes a joke, you know. Well, you're an excellent singer, and I wonder sometimes if it's hard because you're a good singer in your own right to go and sing Sinatra or Johnny Cash and so forth. Because you, you know, do you ever say like, God, I wish I could just sing this myself? Well, you know, I, I, for many years played in the uh, piano bar, and people would come up and go Sinatra, right? And I'm going, No, this is me. Yeah. And then after about ten years, I surrendered. I said, Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I realized that every God gives everybody a gift. And if you're, you're, you're lucky enough to be able to use that gift to work with, you're supposed to give it to as many people as possible. So my gift is to be able to sing like Sinatra, sing like Johnny, George Strait, Dean Martin, you know, all these guys. And so if I can get into character and look like them and move like them and groove like them, and I, I've seen women weeping in the front row during my way. I've had octogenarians trying to take my clothes off in the red carpet. You haven't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let me tell you. you. I'll tell you, you know, you get no respect at all. <laughs> but it was good. It's a good thing to be able to, you know, entertain people, really, and show them joy and show them goodness and do something you love. I love doing it. I really, it sounds I'm, like you have fun with it. It I, really does. I never knew I could do it until somebody gave me the job as Sinatra, and then I expanded. I do John Wayne. 
Bill Secchi's most interesting man. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, if you've seen any of the Team Ford Lincoln car commercials with Lincoln driving, that's me with a beard and all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, although I moved to Virginia and I thought Lincoln would do very well, but I'm a little south of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> yeah, right. They don't like Lincoln very much around here. But, so uh, much. Yeah. What you do, it's, it's beyond just talking like somebody or singing like him, too. Part of it's the ability to dress up, and I see that's – that's capturing too. It gets beyond just trying to get a look. You kind of have to get the feel of the person, I would imagine. Well, you know, um, Heidi Thompson's a great impersonator here in town. She does share and uh, uh, other characters. And she said, and I agree with her, that it's in the details. Like they called me to do John Wayne. And so I got the hat that he wore and I had it, you know, uh, what do they call when they make a Western hat blocked? Well, just the way yeah. it was with the broom turned up. I had the scarf, the leather vest, the, everything just like I'm the gun, the holster. And although my, my skin is a lot smoother than John Wayne's, yeah. I really am not going to look just like John Wayne. But I'll tell you, when you start talking like the Duke, you know, <laughs> you better watch out, Pilgrim, you know. And it, it pulls it off. So you got all the details, and it, you look like them, you walk like them, you talk like them, and people can, you know, because nobody's going to be John Wayne or Frank Sinatra or any of these people, but if you can get close, you know. You will hear more from Peter Pavone in just a moment. Time now for Luxury Living, Vegas style, with Gady Medrano, star of Flipping Vegas, seen on the DIY Network. Check your local listings. Social media is an essential part of the real estate business. It's a great tool, but it also can be dangerous. Gady explores that in today's conversation. You've had to really adapt because when you started with your dad back in San Jose, California, you know, it was more of those things where, you know, the, the, the brand was the company and so forth. But really, the 21st century is just changing. And with things like Yelp, like you say, one bad review can really be, could really hurt. Oh, it's it's tremendous. Now, not to say so for me, um, my my audience is a lot broader because of the TV show. So <laughs> naturally, with more people, you'll get a couple more knuckleheads, you know, and stuff like that. So it's not the end of the world if you get a bad review. Luckily, I have zero. I have no bad reviews, but it won't be the end of the world. I had an agent, not one of my agents, but there was a, a fellow colleague that I, I really respect. And she got a bad review and it was unjustly done. So luckily you're able to respond. And I think that can also show um, some character. But if you if you work with enough volume, you work with enough people, there, there may be some misunderstandings. Luckily I don't have any of those, so I'm grateful. Um, but it can happen at any time. And for me, you have to fully assess like you would anything else. On Say when you're buying a product from Amazon, you're looking, you read through them thoroughly and see what actually took place. So hopefully you get an educated public and you can actually read through it. So yeah, word of mouth is, is critical and definitely an agent's reputation is is now what's paramount versus what company that you work. And now granted, you should have both. You should absolutely have both, but the, the, the individual matters more. You can find out more about Gady at gatyrealestate.com. That's spelled G-A-D-Y. When you visit Las Vegas, you're always looking for fun things to do. And I think one thing you got to put on your list is the Neon Museum. It's fantastic. What a way to learn the history of Las Vegas, but by the signs that go back all the way to the 1930s. The lobby, in fact, is a restored shell from the old La Concha Motel. It's a lot of fun. The staff there is incredible. 
really unique Las Vegas experience. So you can learn the history and have a blast. Go to neonmuseum.org. That's neonmuseum.org. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi nationwide on the BizTalk Radio Network. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week... Different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history. And if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Times are changing. The circus of politics... Healthcare's low standards and high prices. And let's not forget food quality. What to do? Arm yourself with life change tea at getthetea.com. In a world of chemical imbalance and poor air and water quality, it's time you make a move. Log on to getthetea.com and stock up on organic non GMO supplements. Don't forget the tea. Getthetea.com. Cleansing your body never felt so good. And we have a brand new tea called Takedown Tea which helps support healthy glucose. All natural body support so you can be at your best, naturally. 
All you have to do is log on to getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. We're not a fad that comes and goes. We are the real deal. Join us and armor up. Getthetea.com. That's getthetea.com. Changing America's health one tea bag at a time. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Peter Pavone, whose new show, Vegas Gone Country, kicks off next weekend at the V Theater at the Miracle Mile shops over at Planet Hollywood. The show includes comedy acts and live music with a combination of new and classic country hits. Walk us through the process, okay? Mm-hmm. Tell us like, if you're going to try to take somebody on you know, you say you look at some things, but what do you do? You stand in front of a mirror? Do you kind of go back and forth and make notes? How does it work? All those things. You know, my first role was Sinatra in the Rat Pack. So they sent me a video of the show. I downloaded the whole thing. I wrote out all of the songs. I've downloaded all of Frank's songs, both on YouTube and on his audio file, and then I got the karaoke files. So I'd watch the song, whether it was Fly Me to the Moon or My Way or whatever, and then I would play his deal his his track and then i would sing it on the karaoke track and then after i learned the whole thing i would sing it over frank's voice mm-hmm. we would sing at the same time and i try to you know mimic him exactly or as close as possible and that's how it worked and then you know i would dress up towards the end of i, I rehearsed 90 days for that show every day for like four or five hours yeah. in my so towards the end the week or two before i actually came to Vegas, I would dress up in costume, slick the hair back, blue contact lenses, you know, tanning lotion, you know, and I'd start talking like the boss, you know, over here, you know. And yeah, you got to get the attitude too, right? I mean, well, that's Frank, part of it. you know, <laughs> Frank's a tough guy, you know. You want to spend the night in my Cadillac or you want to do what I want, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking the trunk of my Cadillac, by the way. <laughs> Well, the you, t- <laughs> you talk about all these songs you do. Did you find some were, and I don't want to say better, but easier to pick up, more accurate than others, or or is it all kind of the same thing? With because you know he's got such a big catalog. Well, he, he did three thousand songs, and I make a joke in the show that you know Frank did three thousand thousand uh, singles, and we're going to do them all for you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, 
You know, I was lucky enough that my aunt was friends with Frank Sinatra when in the 40s. She was a showgirl on 42nd Street dating Harry James when Frank joined the band. So they became pals. She was a little older. So when I was five, she played the music for me, showed me stacks of letters from Frank to her from the road. If I had those today, are you kidding oh, me? Yeah. I'd be sitting in Monte Carlo. <laughs> but uh, so I always had Sinatra's music and the big band music in my blood, you know, since five years yeah. old. So when I got the casting notice i knew all the songs and I, I knew them by heart and i could sing them like frank i just had to learn how to you know move my hands and look off into space and do the the flipping of the hand like ah yeah. this ain't no big thing and you know <laughs> and you know it's really uh and do you do the, the thing like where he changes the words you know cuckoo this or you know sometimes a groovy chick will come in which has nothing to do but he could pull that off that's yeah he used to actually you were exactly right he would very rarely do the second time around of a verse the same way as the first time he would throw in an extra word or two or a phrase or whatever and half of the time frank you know might have forgot the words and just threw in whatever came to his mind you don't know because towards <laughs> the end you know he started forgetting words but uh, you, you know, 3,000 songs, can you blame them? <laughs> now, if you want to find somebody new, is there ever, like, you're watching television or you're in a, the movies, whatever, you see somebody go, I think I can do that. I mean, does that ever come up, or do you wait for a specific role to be out there? How, how does that go? Because you have a, a pretty big uh, cast of characters in that brain of yours. <laughs> well, you know, I think it's all about supply and demand, and now Vegas is getting younger, so you look at people who are appealing to the younger uh, role, and I was thinking uh, Ronnie Dunn, you know, Brooks and Dunn, yeah. uh, and I saw George Strait do one of their uh, Boot Scoot and Boogie on the country show, and I said, I could do Ronnie Dunn, you know, so <laughs> maybe that's the next one I go after. But yeah, it's and it all, that's also with the characters of the impressions. You know, I mean, you can do George Burns and all these other guys, but then you know, most of the people in Vegas now don't even remember who those folks were. So you have to, you know, yeah, look, you got to kind of pick rotate, up a People uh, magazine yeah. and thumb through it and go, who who's relevant that I could either impersonate or do an impression of, because it relates more to your audience. It's, in comedy, they say know your audience. So if you got an audience of eighty years old, eighty year olds, ten years ago, you wouldn't talk about Facebooking and the internet, right? You know, but if you got millennials out there, you're talking about you know Instagram and Twitter and Tumblr and you know, yeah. and you turn those into jokes, they get it. We are chatting with Peter Pavone, producer and star of the new show at Planet Hollywood, Vegas Gone Country. On well, somebody, what you do, you kind of. You have to strive for perfection. So you can't do like what Alec Baldwin does, for example, where he does Trump, but he's really not much of an impression. It's more just, you know, whatever yeah. the comedy writing is. Yours right. is a little different. Yeah, I try. I am a perfectionist at heart. I've always been my whole life. And so I try to get them as close as possible in all looks and sound and all of that. So, yeah, that's very important to me. And if I can't do a character well, I won't do him. Like somebody wants me to do Kenny Rogers. I could look like him, but I can't sing like him because he's got, oh, a train bound for Georgia. You know, he's got that high, high thing. And I see guys like Gordy Brown and Rich Little, they get up every night and they do all these different voices and it's got to tear up your vocal cords. And I protect my voice a lot because, you know, i it's the one thing God gave me. He couldn't give me a head for business. So I, I protect my voice, and I don't want to do things with it that are going to tear it up. That like, makes a lot of sense, yeah, yeah actually. So you're pretty, you have whatever range you've got in your mind, and you, 
you're not going to try to play off of that right. range. Right. I'm not going to do Pavarotti because I don't have that range, right? Right. And, uh, yeah. But how do you do it? You can do George Strait. So mm-hmm. you can – well, you seem to make that pop to country uh, crossover pretty easily. Yeah. Well, you know, it's – I saw when George retired, he did that Cowboy Rides Away tour from Dallas, uh, Texas Stadium. And I said, oh, he's retiring. So I put together a George Strait thing and, you know, got it all dialed in. And then he went back on the road. Yeah, they don't like, do that. Like, thanks, George. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, uh, my, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's nice. He's the biggest star, country star. He's a king of country music. 63 number one hits more than any other artist in any other genre in the history of charts. And do you find the audience, you know, particularly the real country audience, mm-hmm. they probably hold you to a higher standard, too, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. You got you to gotta know... <clears throat> what you're doing so you know when you go her telephone rang about a quarter to nine i heard his voice on the other end of the line you wondered what was wrong this time you know it's yeah. of course it's morning and i just had a slice of pizza so <laughs> i don't know what's hanging around my i could sound like an italian george Strait. hey how you doing nice horse <laughs> i like that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But now, like other types of music, like R&B, do you do anybody that does that type of music? or No, I, really? I, you know, I mean, I can, if I'm just doing a lounge gig or something, I can do My Girl and, you know, I... Uh, like you wouldn't try Barry White, for example, something like that? Yeah, I can do Barry White, you know? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get enough of your love, baby, you know? Because I, I have the lower yeah, end. See, yeah, I have the lower end, you know, or... or uh, uh, Who's the one? You'll never find long as you live. You know? Lou uh, Rawls. Yeah, Lou. Lou yes. Rawls with the drawl. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, I can do some of that too. But I, obviously, uh, you know, it's not an impersonation. And somebody told me, why don't you impersonate Paul Lanka? I said, because Paul Lanka can't even get work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's part of the problem. I'm sorry, too. Paul. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I, that has to be a problem. I mean, I, I would think of you know it, you talked you mentioned Rich a little before, and people know some of those things. But yeah. even he says, you know, less and less people. Jimmy Stewart, everybody knows Jimmy Stewart because of the the you know it's a wonderful life. So, yeah. but he, these old great actors, just yeah. people forget who they are. Ju- 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 wait a, are you talking? Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> You must be fun when the movies are coming out, right? I'll <laughs> tell you, give me a couple of drinks, you never know. <laughs> More with Peter Bavone in a moment. I was talking to your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com the other day about what people are telling him they want for a trip to Las Vegas. And he said they're looking for a, basically a good deal like they used to get back in the day in the 20th century and so forth. But you can actually find that now, the Orleans Hotel. Yep, they got a great casino, wonderful restaurants, everything from upscale stuff to the buffet to fast food. Everything you want. The prices are great. There's lower resort fees and free parking. Why don't you check it out? It's at orleanscasino.com. That's orleanscasino.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. I'm John Katsalamitis of the Las Vegas Review Journal on page 3A every day and online all the time. Hi, I'm Lisa Gay. Hey, hey, what do you say? This is Paul Shortino from Raiding the Rock Vault. Hey, everybody, this is Sam Riddle, and you are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi.
The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. So are you tired of being tired? Well, then it's time to get the tea. Hey, it's Lisa here to tell you about this all-natural, all-organic tea I've been drinking that has had great results for over 20 years. It's called Life Change Tea, and it's specially formulated to help detoxify and cleanse your kidneys, liver, colon, and blood all at once. The colon is one of the most ignored organs in the human body. The faster that waste is eliminated from the body, the less time that waste sits in our intestines spreading toxins to our bloodstream. This tea helps cleanse chemicals caused by outside intruders from our entire digestive system. And get this, weight loss can be a side effect. And with continued use of the tea, you can experience clear, healthier, younger-looking skin, increased energy, and a happier outlook on life. So if you're tired of being tired, get the Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. And like me, you'll be glad you did. Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800 445 1099. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Hundreds of thousands of tourists come to Florida's SeaWorld every year to enjoy trained dolphins, penguins, and other friends of their star attraction, Shamu the Killer Whale, more properly called an orca. But Gabriella Cowperthwaite's masterful documentary, Blackfish, uncovers an underlying darkness behind the captive lives of Shamu and his kin. Conceived after the high-profile death of trainer Don Branchell, who was killed by Shamu, Blackfish explores how orcas have become popular tourist attractions, major moneymakers for companies like SeaWorld. But the film also contains a rich exploration of the orca species, demonstrating that these magnificent animals are far smarter and more emotionally driven than we've been led to believe. Through interviews with numerous former trainers and graphic archival footage, including actual orca attacks, Blackfish paints a comprehensive picture of how these sensitive and intelligent creatures have been so cruelly treated. It serves as an expose of the ultimate cost of their enslavement by their corporate owners. Documentary films can provide a powerful impetus towards social change. No exception here. This one has launched a major debate on how humans treat our fellow creatures. Corporate interests are already under enormous pressure as a result. And surely, Blackfish will move you as well. Blackfish, not in theaters. Discovery through rental. 
When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. You hear it every time you finish a meal and never feel anything. But if we were able to associate this sound with a new stimulus, save the food, we've achieved pulling a natural response from you. Save the food. Why are we doing this, you may ask. Save the food. Because this ad is trying to change your after-meal behaviour through brainwashing. Because food waste costs the average family $1,500 a year. Save the food. Cha-ching. And $1,500 extra bucks is like getting a pay raise. Save the food. Cha-ching. You're promoted. Which could pay for your child's braces. Save the food. Cha-ching. You're promoted. Check out my braces. So when you hear this sound, rethink your behaviour. Cook it. Store it. Share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Peter Pavone, whose new show, Vegas Gone Country at Planet Hollywood, features a rotating cast of the most iconic country stars, each show giving you a unique experience. You're also an actor. You've done some really nice stuff. Uh, I I noticed I was going through some of your bio, and uh, you did some like Barefoot in the Park, which is a fun film. Mm -hmm. Well, in that case, a stage play, but it's also a film. Or you know, I mean, do you like the kind of like romantic comedies? Is that what you like to do, or do you like to do heavier dramatic stuff, or what? Well, I like musical theater, obviously, because that was you know, I I started playing music when I was twelve. Played the horn, guitar, singing, started acting, started comedy. You know, for 40 years, I was living in Southern California. Nothing really worked. I had talent, but they want a young girl in a bikini out front, right? Yeah. 2008, I got in musical theater. I did um, Pajama Game. Yeah. Played Max, the salesman for the Pajama Factory. Hysterical. <laughs> Unbelievable. I got great reviews. Then I did Barefoot in the Park. I, I was the repairman the phone repairman he only had two segments where he came into the plate got the best reviews the place was leveled you know and so i'm like hey this is pretty good i got the comedic timing because i studied comedy i drove back and forth from san diego to la for nine thousand miles for workshops and uh so it all came together because i had the acting the singing the dancing the comedy and then i got a musical theater and then i got the sinatra and i never thought i'd get a shot at show business yeah, in 2011, it, it, it all happened. And I didn't know if anybody was going to say, oh, well, hey, good to see you. Go back to Virginia, you know? But everything opened up. Uh, the second day I was here, I became managing partner of My Vegas Talent Agency. So that's news. Yeah. Uh, I've become a co producer of a new show, which uh, I can't go public with at the moment, but it should be up on the strip here in February or March. Uh, I've also been asked to televise a live show of a major brand show that that is global 
from Vegas. And then I've also been asked to uh, host a once a week live music thing, which they're putting together. And that was in the first five days I was here. You're on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> and then I ran into you guys and John and asked me to be on the show. And I'm like, wow, this is well, good. I'm happy to have you on. Yeah. Tell us a little about the talent agency thing, because that's such a, an important thing. And people will ask me often about, you know, Vegas now is one of those capitals. Before it was just L.A. and New York, but I think Las Vegas has become one of those places where talent goes, like Nashville, too, where it just goes. Well, Mark Schaefer is the publisher of My Vegas Magazine, and, and he, I don't know if he still has, maybe he sold it, was Las Vegas Bride Magazine. And he's a country singer and songwriter, and he formed a, a talent agency, you know, but he can only do so many things. So he and I are friends. We've been friends since I got here. And I was just in his office, and we were just chatting around. And, uh, you know, we were talking about the agency. And I said, it sounds like you need a managing partner for that sucker. <laughs> he said, yeah, I do. And we shook hands, and that's it. So wow. You went into yeah. your Howard Hughes bit, and I'll, <laughs> I'll handle this. <laughs> that's right. Well, he knows, you know. He, he sings country, and I do Johnny Cash. He better, he better <laughs> say yes, you know. <laughs> But no, he's a good man. He's a good man, and I'm looking forward to a lot of great things. It's very exciting. And we're going to do an award show, too, for Las Vegas Entertainment. I think we're going to set up some sort of nonprofit and uh, a good con collective of people to vote on, you know. And, some of these great local acts. I mean, there's such great talent in this area. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of things formulating. i got to go back to Virginia just so I can get a rest. I can't. There's so much good news here. I can't take it. <laughs> oh, you can handle it. <laughs> that, that sounds good. Well, tell people where they can find you then, because people are hearing this. Hey, this guy sounds interesting. I want to. Where can they find you on the web? And uh, well, I'm on Facebook. All of my characters, including my personal uh, Facebook, and, and it's Peter Pavone, and then PeterPavone.net is my website. And, uh, you know, I'm around, I'm available, and I update uh, Facebook every day because I'm addicted. Are you really? He's, they've gotten to you, huh? I'm thinking of forming Facebook Anonymous, <laughs> but we can't take it. We're all too narcissistic. We need to be like, hi, we're here. We're not anonymous. We're no, but you're obvious. an entertainer. I mean, I, I was on the plane the other day, and I looked around, and I realized every, every single person, everybody, hmm. was looking at their phone. So oh. you can't beat it. Yeah. So. <laughs> they don't need to put chips on us, man. <laughs> just track our phones. They know where we are and everything we're doing. Yeah, you know. Right? I'm surprised we didn't see this when the Jetsons were on, right? I mean, shouldn't this have been on there? They didn't predict that. They had a lot uh, of stuff, but not that. I know. I know. The dog was the only one with brains on that show. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Bavon, thank you so much. Really enjoyed chatting with you today. My pleasure. My pleasure. Time now for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. Discussing today what is happening to some of the great iconic figures associated with Las Vegas. I think Elvis is done with Vegas, and Vegas is done with Elvis. Uh, there, he obviously was um, associated with the Las Vegas Hilton. He performed at, a, it, at the time; it, it was called the International. Uh, obviously, an icon of music, very much associated with Vegas. But just over time, it's become glaringly apparent uh, that its time has come and gone. Uh, every attempt to exploit Elvis from the museum at the Las Vegas, Vegas Hilton, now the Westgate, to, to exactly what you're talking about, the impersonators, the tribute artists, it really is just a, uh, the people that were his fans are aging out. And it's, uh, it's just over and over 
shown that it, there's not a lot of relevance there. So if you're a fan of the King, his, his day is kind of done in Vegas. And the unfortunate part of that is he was really the first rocker, and he really was a rocker in the, we think of the history of the whole genre, that kind of brought it to Las Vegas, you know, and kind of was the rock and roll version of the Rat Pack when he did it in some of those final years. Yeah, it's true. Early on, it's interesting because when he did his very first performances in Vegas, they were a disaster. Uh, he actually failed. The show closed. And then he came back to do an amazing run of sold-out shows. Um, and it, it, it truly was a unique relationship. It's the same kind of relationship that, say, a Frank Sinatra had with Vegas. Just, you know, the Rat Pack, you associate that with this down. It's just as time passes, it's hard to sustain that. You know, Graceland is, uh, I, I think peop, there are so many people that still hold that um, destination in high regard, but the number is dwindling every year. And it, uh, Kind of the Vegas equivalent would be Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton, at one time, hugely popular. Now he's got a very small show. Uh, it kind of comes and goes. He had his Shenandoah estate. That has now closed to the public. So it's just with the passage of time, you got to find a new icon. Um, and I, I don't know who really jumps out as being an icon of Las Vegas, but for better or worse, it's going to be somebody like Britney Spears, hugely successful residency. Now you've got Lady Gaga. Now you've got uh, Gwen Stefani. You know, it's hard to say this person's going to be associated with Vegas. This is going to be a Vegas icon, but uh, I don't know that it's Elvis anymore. Make sure to check out Scott's blog, VitalVegas.com, every day for updates on the ever-changing news of Las Vegas. Thanks for listening. You know, each week you meet the movers and shakers all around Las Vegas that makes it one of the most exciting cities in the world. Have a great weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com.